Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potted streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go rare your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly, with shit nigga Woodrow, man. Shout out to the nation of domination. <laughs> shout out to Los Boricuas. And shout out to motherfucking Hurt Business, man. What up? What up? What's going on, kid? Yo, shit. yo. Boy, B-I-N-G, Ben, you heard. You already know what's good, yeah. fella. And we got... The hermano with us. We got our brother with us straight from MIA, the 305. Dream Hatch, Dream Maker. What's good, baby? What up, what up, bad? I don't have like a little fancy intro for myself like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got catchphrases and shit. I got to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, but you know, the original, the original Dream Match. Let's, let's get it correct. Yeah, yeah. Word, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> What's going on, kid? How you feeling? Man, I'm I'm a lot better now than I was earlier. Okay, I relaxed a little bit, but uh, yeah, man, it's, it's been a, it's been a rough week, man. It's been a, it's been a pretty rough week, man. Maybe two weeks. I don't know when the uh, the thing with China happened. I think it was uh, oh, it's two like, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah like yeah. same thing, bro. It's two weeks. Two weeks. These last two weeks have been uh, a little a little crazy. Maybe three. I think. Yeah, like about probably like yeah. three weeks or so, but. It's been uh, it's been a little insane, man. Like it just goes from having, you know, people bootlegging your shit to people trying to stop your shit. You know, for uh, for a lot of people to hear, uh, they hear our podcast and know of the twenty by twenty podcast storyline tease, dream match wrestling, of course. Um, if you see our posts on social media and everything, we you know we got hit. With the cease and desist, we got hit with the, yo, stop taking my shit. Got hit with the, yo, why is your shit hotter than mine? Lettuce, <laughs> you know, so we're going to talk about that a bit. But um, besides that, man, besides uh, everything that's been going on, like we said, in the past two, three weeks, how's everything else with you? Man, with me, it's good, bro. I got some things uh, in the works. We got some things in the works. That we're still going to push. This shit ain't going to stop, bro. Yeah, it ain't going to stop. Yeah, it ain't going to stop. Like, uh, you're going to close one street, we're going to find an avenue. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to keep going. Um, I got some things in the works with uh, with a couple people. Um, shout out to the Black Pope real quick. Uh, nice. New NWA television champion. I got some things working with him. Definitely, yeah, definitely. He's been showing me a lot of love, and uh, he's actually showing us a lot of love. So um, I'll keep you up to date with what's going on with him. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's all good. Awesome. And what's up? With, what's up with my other two guys over here, man? What up? What up, Bing Woodrow? Holla at me, man. 
Yo, man, you know, I got I had to throw my joint on. You know what I mean? This is kind of symbolic of what's going on. You see the fin with the bullet fingers, you know, one for the Fed, one for the new league, and one for the, <laughs> the, the other site that does T-shirts. Them niggas is corny, and them niggas is definitely hating. That's a fact. I don't care if you bootleg my shit in China, but you're going to stop shit from going on here. You can't be the only nigga making T-shirts. You can't call it a marker. Who the fuck is you? And you in Chicago. Eat a dick. Fuck out of here. You ain't stopping nothing on this side. Nothing is stopping on this side. Nothing. Shit's still going to be fire. Niggas going to figure it out. You can start a business doing that. So can we. You ain't going to stop nothing over here. Shit ain't stopping nothing. It ain't even going to slow down nothing. Fuck out of here. Hold on. Let me sip this before I walk out. <laughs> Yo, Woodjo, what up? <laughs> nah, bro, you know, just just grinding, working, you know what I'm saying, observing what's going on, you know what I'm saying, trying to peep the science on, you know, the the smear campaign. Niggas is niggas is swinging heavy off off dicks right now, bro. I'm not, I'm not even gonna <laughs> You know, it's looking nasty right now, but, you know, just definitely observing and, you know what I'm saying, just keep the grind going, bro. That's, that's all you can do, man. At the end of the day, like, this is supposed to happen. Like, people are supposed to try to stop you from reaching your goals and try to stop your traction. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So just, just keep grinding, man. We're not going to give these haters too much time, but, yo, deep down inside, bro, I feel like... It might be some cats with a similar name as us. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> just, I just, actually follow them. It's just weird. Them. It's just weird how, like, it just it seems like, you know, certain certain people in, in, in the circle, like, from Dream Match to JB Toys, all in one swoop, like... Right. I don't think it just happens that way, you know. So JB Toys got hit too. Uh, yeah, I, I think I told you, you know I, I spoke with him, and you know he's he's been having haters for years already, you know. Yeah, but, I thought that was like on some like before shit. I didn't know that it was recent. Yeah, I don't know how recent it was, but he had told me that he had gotten hit. I, I think if I'm not mistaken, two or three times with a with a, um, a letter from WWE itself. You know what's crazy with him? He's employed by Ring of Honor. So making belts is his. That's what he does to make money. Exactly. So at the end of the day, he, he's like, I'm making replicas. But the shit with him, his replicas are better than the ones they selling on the website. Niggas is paying five hundred for them shits. They get into the crib, the motherfuckers fall apart in three days. That's the, the shit with him. His work is impeccable on some shit. Shout out to JB Toys, B. On some right. real shit. Definitely, 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 man. And um. All right, so just to start off the conversation, like, uh, so what? What was your first thought when, when getting hit with that email? Like, you know, I'm pretty sure it was early in the morning for me. It was at, I think it was about like a quarter to seven when I got hit with it. And who hit you? Uh, he's uh, what is it? The VP of licensing and some other shit for WWE. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about WWE. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, uh, I think his name Matthew with. Winter Rock, yeah, Winter Matthew Rock. Winter yeah. Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude, he hit me up. I think it was like three weeks ago. The first one that I told you about. Yeah, it, it was around the same time that we discovered all the phony shirts. Yep. He hit me up then, and then 
I was a, a little more wobble back then. I was like, fuck, I'm not taking this motherfucker serious. And then uh, I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to take him serious, but I'm only going to, I'm challenging you on the shirts that you're saying that are owned by WWE, like from the likenesses that are owned by WWE. Yeah. So I didn't take down some people like Bret Hart and Kurt Angle because at last I know, Bret Hart and Kurt Angle got uh, shops in pro wrestling tees. Right, they own their own name. And so WWE does not own, own them. So I, I left a couple of those people out. And then fast forward, he gave me three days to take it all down. So I only took down a few. I took down the obvious ones like John Cena and Ultimate Warrior, people like that. Kept everybody up. Then fast forward to when was it, uh, two, three days ago. Yeah. He hits me up again and he hit you up. He hit you up first. Yeah. And then he hit me up. And that's why I was like, all right, fuck it. Because uh, now he's not just going after me. Now he's going after you. And in a way, I, I felt bad. Like, I think he, he discovered you guys through me. So I, I'm just going to comply because now it's not just me losing. It's going to be uh, 20 by 20 losing storyline tees. And you guys are just starting. So I, I, yeah, I moved everything, anything that had to do with WWE, I took it off. Gotcha. I, I can understand contracted talent or talent that they own the name, but New Japan talent, CMML, like AAA talent, talent that owns their own name like how are you sending letters for that how are you even involved how can you say i can't make this off of this person i can't do a it's basically an homage to the people that we grew up watching you know what i'm saying yeah there's there's a profit but niggas is doing this out out of love for for the game and who we fuck with i can understand sign talent i get that to an extent but bro then niggas on their own name like how are you telling me i can't do this Yet you got a whole company, a whole company that's built their whole business of doing the exact same thing. People that get released, not even 24 hours later, they got a Pro Wrestling Tees um, fucking link up. And yeah. it's like, bro, you had this waiting in the background. These tees had to have been designed and waiting to go. You knew you was going to get released or you knew something was going to happen. So you had this waiting. Like, how is it okay for you to do that? But someone else can't and then you have a whole website where you're selling this this merch and then yo niggas get re-signed or signed to another company they change their name or whatever the case may be yeah those yeah. stores are still up they don't take them things down yeah so but I don't get that. Like, it's it's all i think because like from what i've seen with uh the email within the email they talk about how they own certain rights to they they start off by telling you anything wwe wcw and the um ECW is all under their belt. Anything and everything there. And they say any likeness, uh, images, names are owned by them. And, you know, looking into it, doing a deep dive into it, 95% of that shit they really do own. So they own the majority of whatever is out there. Now, it's it's funny that how you would use somebody's, somebody's uh, independent name, New Japan name, whatever the fuck. And use their image still. They're telling me that they own. They're basically their look. Like they see that face. Yeah, I own that. That see Bing's face. I own that shit. You know, you want to put that shit on a t-shirt. You gotta pay me. And that that just sounds ridiculous. And I thought it was ridiculous. That's why I had reached out to Pillman Jr. and the estate of Randy Savage. Because these are these are guys deceased. Right. And it's like how how do you still own the property of a deceased man? 
Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not. I don't. I don't know how the families are getting paid. I don't even go into that that deep of a dive on that. How right. are we That's, in 2020 and we're talking about we own people? Exactly. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, did we um did we do the knowledge to this dude that sent the email to confirm that he was actually a legit person and yeah, he's legit? Uh, because normally, like a a a cis and and what is it like cis and deceased? Yeah, whatever. Normally, those letters will come from a lawyer, obviously, because they're the ones that are that know the law. Yeah. Right? So something like that would be handled by a law firm, you would think. So, I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. I was just wondering if, like, you did the knowledge, maybe call the number, yeah, probably get a little more information on it. Like, yo, let me get a little more information on this. Um, not really clear as to what's being stated in the email. Um, because a lot of, like I said, a lot of times, like, that would come directly from a lawyer, a law firm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... The guy that's sending the email, like this is his proper title. His title is Vice President of Intellectual Properties, Business and Legal Affairs Department of the WWE. You know, they have the WWE address there, uh, telephone number, fax, email, whatever it may be. And the reason why this was seeming, you know, very legit, at least on at least on our end, is that I get I get hit even with the next day like all right uh yeah I seen everything was off you know thank you for complying blah 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 you know what I mean so for him to keep in touch and see what was going on and I seen on on Wix you know on our site that we had a, another visitor from Stanford so he might just be checking in just to see if the shit is still there or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my thing the first time around. What came up on Wix for me was the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take it seriously. And the second time around, I got what you got, which is... Yeah, so you got I took it, that more seriously. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. And um, so, like, with all this going down, like, how, like besides, you know, seeing that and getting those emails, <laughs> like, how did you feel at that exact moment? Like, like did you feel like everything was, it was done with? Or, or are you just, like, thinking of another... Oh, nah. Nah, because the thing is... I expect that type of shit from WWE. Yeah. WWE, I expect that type of shit. As you know, the devil's gonna be the devil. Like you, you know that like there is no stopping me just because WWE says so. WWE yeah. has more to spend than they are gonna get off of me. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're gonna spend more on the lawyers if they were actually gonna go through with suing us or suing me or whatever. They were probably gonna um, spend more Bro. on the lawyers than they were whatever they're gonna get from us. Do you know? Do you know how petty and how tiny you have to be? Like, what kind of little dick's energy that is to <laughs> fucking wrestling show company because they have better merch than half the shit you put out in the past. I don't even know how long. Like, I have not been intrigued to buy a WWE shirt, and, and I don't. Need, maybe the Hurt Business is the last one that I was like, I might fuck with that T-shirt. But besides they shit, they shit is corny. Whoever's designing they shit is blind and fucking half deaf because he's not listening. And he not watching what the fuck he doing. This shit is trash. Like, <laughs> dumb nigga, yo, Brock Lesnar, great post that somebody put up recently. One of these, like, Japanese wrestling um, IG um, pages that I follow, right? He was talking about when he went out there to Japan after he left WWE and all that between the Vikings thing and when he went, won the IWGP championship and all this bullshit. 
they were sending him cease and desist letters that we own your likeness and we can't do this and you can't do that and you can't wrestle. And he said, he's like, yo, fortunately for me, WWE lawyers are full of shit. And they're going to send you a million cease and desist letters. But for them to actually take you to court, that comes from up high. That's a like a main person decision. Are right, we going to take these people to court? He's like, Vince is too busy to take me to court over my likeness. I still went. I wrestled. I made my money and all this bullshit, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I know a million guys that get those letters from them. And at the end of the day, it's a very small number of people that end up going to court. And when they do take you to court, it's usually for something really, really, really big. It's not that big. And you know what? If niggas want to take niggas to court, you're just making us look good. Because you just look like bullies. Now you're look corny. <laughs> it was the big corporate entity against the small guy trying to make a buck. And niggas love that story because they hate corporate entities at the end of the day. So you can try it. We can go to court. I'll, yo, I'm my arms ain't too short to box with God, nigga. Was good, Vince. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, them dudes. Uh, I couldn't even be mad at them. Like, like to me, it's just like it's like you said, it's fucking petty. But I expect that type of shit from them. They're they're not even the ones that got me mad. You you know who got me? <laughs> got me really and mad. We're gonna get into that as well. So this week hasn't been too. Too nice to you, my brother. Hasn't been too nice to you. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. I don't. I don't understand this shit. But uh, uh, talk about the other, uh, the other cease and desist you got in from who you got it from. So like literally the next day, like, <laughs> yo. So I got I got the WWE one right, and I'm like, fuck these motherfuckers. Like I'm not gonna sweat them like to the point where I'm gonna lose my shit. But what I am going to do is I'm going to take this as an opportunity. I'm going to let everybody know, hey, I'm taking down these shirts. And y'all got 24 hours to basically get them. Mm-hmm. So, yo, they, they just gave me, like, the biggest profit I've gotten all, like, year. Right. What uh, WWE did. But then, like, uh, so everything was good. I was very appreciative to everybody. That everybody that bought a shirt, everybody that showed love, concern, repost, everything. Bro, I appreciate you guys. So from the bottom of my heart. So I was on an ultimate high from, from that look. And then literally the next day, AEW hits me up with a cease and desist. And that was like a slap in the motherfucking face. Because these motherfuckers that we're talking about a year ago, we're talking about follow the revolution. And, and they were talking about, Cody was talking about, oh, I'm going to win my last name back. And WWE can't own my last name. And all oh, this bullshit. We're going to get our catchphrases back. We're talking about the same dudes that uh that, that got a cease and desist for using too sweet. If anybody should be understanding where we're coming from, is those motherfuckers. And no, I've been reaching out to them real quick. I've been reaching out to them since I started this shit oh, almost two years ago. I've been reaching out to them, tagging them, DMing them. I've gotten through to a couple of talents and I've shown them the dream matches that I've made for them. I've I've reached out, Ryan reached out to me. For a design at one point so they knew me they knew who i was you could just dm me saying hey listen we're coming out with this shit we might need you to stop or you know what you're already doing something you already got something established let's work together instead you motherfuckers want to go hitting me up <laughs> i don't even know her fucking name or margaret stavley <laughs> and she tagged she tagged named casey mcbride from the jaguar it's that her email says jaguars.nfl.jaguars.com. So they hit me up with that shit. That shit really pissed me off. Bro, it's the corporate, it's the corporate side of shit, bro. Like, 
at the end of the day, when it comes to corporate, them niggas is own, own, own. They want to own and they want to own likeness and they want to own everything. So, yes, that's Hold what on. But, but how how do you get how do you get hit by two separate companies though? Because the like, what's the coincidence in that? The owners of the AEW shit, they also own the Jaguars, my nigga. No, no, Tony no. Kong. But what I mean is, what, how does WWE hit you up, and then AEW, completely other company, hits you up on the I same the next day? Yeah. How the fuck yeah. does that happen? That shit doesn't it, happen. You have by one of the happenstance, bro. It doesn't. That's what's crazy. Nigga had it on TV. They had to see him walking around with it all day Bro, long. But these are two separate companies that don't right, deal with each other. But, reaching but, out to one independent company about so the same shit. The controversy does not end there. So Keep you, start getting a, you start getting a brighter picture when, when we start talking about what happened the next day, meaning today. So I was on a low with AEW. I was feeling bad for myself. I was like telling my girl, hey, you know what? I'm just going to take this as a window of opportunity. At least they know who I am. I got a couple contacts. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to tell them, hey, let's work together or some shit. Then on it, I'm working on the email, literally composing it. And then my boy, uh, Pro Wrestling Five Star, hits me up with a picture of a shirt that on the very top says Dream Match. Pretty much the same format almost the same font that i use for the young bucks versus ftr a match is actually gonna happen but yeah they like literally the next day after i get the cease and desist for dream match wrestling they come out with a shirt that says dream match mm. so mm, and i go on prowrestlingtees.com no i go to prowrestlingtees.com and there it is new releases the young bucks versus ftr on the very top dream match done i know Oh my god! Um, myself, I'm like, yo, how is it that we these niggas is getting cease and desist letters, and pro wrestling tees is flourishing? Like, there gotta be something there, some behind the scenes shit where they working with these companies, they break them off some type of percentage to be able to put out what they putting out. Cause yo, they putting out shirts with talent that's actively on these fucking rosters that wrestles Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, like. How yeah, the fuck but is that okay? With, with pro wrestling tees, they have they have like an agreement with the talent, especially the talent that's there with AEW. There's an agreement with the talent and with the company itself that all merchandising, everything that gets made, it whether it be let's say, for example, you know how like the Hardys used to have like that beaded necklace and stuff like that, and WWE used to make them shits and put it out. Nobody else could put that out but pro wrestling tees. They have an exclusive contract with them, even though they already had contracts with. Um, with the talent itself before AEW, of course, all that shit gets written up all over again. I have a contract here from Pro Wrestling Tees, from when we first started the twenty by twenty T-shirt, like just the logo T-shirt and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they give you just a little little percentage. That's in all actuality, that's like the goal. That you know, me and Dream Match are talking about that shit. That's the goal, like trying to trying to work with the talent and. You know, give them another platform that's not pro wrestling tees in order to sell their shit. Right, because I'm pretty sure at this point, with how much clout they've gotten off AEW, off All Out, off all that shit that they did with pro wrestling tees in the in the beginning when they first started, the niggas is probably feeling themselves, probably charging these niggas way, way more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Than what maybe should be or what would be actually 
right for them to charge being able to use this talent because yo without the talent there's no fucking pro wrestling tees at the end of the day so like i feel you that would be dope to be able to do that but it's like are these talents signing these contracts exclusively is this the type of thing like if you sign a wwe you can only wrestle for wwe like if you sign your pro wrestling tees t-shirt you can't go outside and work with a different artist to put out something else for yourself like no especially, i can especially Talent that's on rotating rosters, like niggas that'll be on AEW and then they do indie shows, you know what I'm saying? Guys like that. Like, how does that work for them? You know what I mean? They're monopolizing the shit, bro. They're monopolizing the t-shirt game. This shit is crazy. And then what's crazy is how you just said that right now. Oh, my bad. Yo, Woodrow, you have something to say? My bad, brother. Nah, I was just going to add on that it's pretty crazy. Um... That it's happening this way, and honestly, pro wrestling tees will be would be in the position that they can reach out to WWE and AEW and put them on. Like, yo, there's these people twenty by twenty podcasts. There's this kid Dream Match Wrestling. Like, they over here making this merch. They don't have the licensing. Like, actually, that Dream Match. Should we about to take that? That's a great idea. We about to build off that. Like, they honestly, them niggas could be the ones that's causing all this shit. Because it's, bro, it's, you don't get hit by two separate companies that have nothing to do with each other about the same thing. You just don't. That, that shit is like, it's impossible. So somebody had to alert these dudes, or this is just complete bullshit. But it's not bullshit. So, that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Somebody cotora lo que <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, they seen y'all, you know, shit. they seen y'all was, they seen y'all was shaking. It was something fresh. It was something different. You know, we weren't niggas. Ain't just like copy and pasting pictures. Like it's coming up with original artwork and ideas. So it's like it's just it's not like a regular wrestling T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? It's something there's there's a little more into it. Right, you know? I, like, like exactly. That's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, yo, they putting out bullshit ass designs, bullshit ass T-shirts, and it's like. They turn around and they see, like, yo, that Brian Pillman shirt, even if you don't know who the fuck he is, whenever I wear that shit, I get stopped. And people be like, yo, what is that? And I'll break that whole shit to them and tell them, like, yo, blah, blah, blah. This is the storyline. This is the year this happened. You remember watching wrestling as a kid? Oh, shit, I remember that. Yo, here's the link. Go cop a fucking T-shirt. I never see, and I've been to plenty of WWE events, bro, especially out here in Orlando. Very rarely do you see that. It's the same shirts going around. You see the same 10, 15 top design shirts and niggas wearing the same shit. You get your Roman shit, your Seth shit, your AJ shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same things. Like, this is a completely different take with a completely different twist. And it's super dope. And niggas is mad that they didn't think of it first. Plain and simple. They mad that they have no originality. They mad they got no talent. Plain and simple. And yo... It gotta be deeper than somebody peeped the shirt and was like, "Where'd yep. you get that?" It has to be somebody was like, "Yo, do you see what's going on over here? Like, look at what's going on with us. Look at what's going on over here." Somebody got really tight. Somebody got their thong in a bunch, and y'all niggas got seats in the system, <laughs> which is cool. Cause like I said, bro, bootleg in China, seats in the cis letters. That means you're doing something right. You have somebody's attention. So nation ain't gonna stop nothing. Designs get tweaked. Fuck it, we gotta do silhouettes and niggas. Whatever the fuck, shit's gonna get <laughs> dropped. Bro. Yo, 
Yo, yo, Andy. I know yeah. you're a you're, you're, you're an Eagles fan, but yo, shout out <laughs> to Golden Tate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you an Eagles fan? How you live in Miami? Yeah, bro. Uh, bro. He got the Eagles. <laughs> I got the Eagles, bro. I got the fucking trophy right there. I know y'all motherfuckers got a bunch of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, and we got a, we got a, we got a couple. You know what I'm saying? You got, a couple. Yeah, you got yeah. one. I, you know, one is better than none. <laughs> That's true. Yo, whatever, the Cowboys, they don't have one this whole fucking century. <laughs> I'm not going front. And listen, listen, this might be a little fucked up. Actually, I don't care. When Dak broke his ankle, I jumped out my motherfucking kid. I said, God damn, good for your ass, motherfucker. And we still lost the game, bro. And we still lost. That's the street. Damn, boy. Yeah, man. But. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but nah, I, I I I feel bad for that real quick. Just yeah, talking yeah. about that, I, I feel bad for him just because he hasn't gotten his money, and then that shit happens. Like, yep. fuck oh, the how you turn down, how you turn down six years, one hundred and forty million dollars though. Talking about I need more bread. What have you done to even earn that bread, my nigga? Like, let's be real, bro. <laughs> Niggas, I mean, for me, it's one hundred and forty. Yeah. I'll take it twice. Thanks. I'm good. Give me that. He's wilding. And now look, do you see? That's that's what happens. Greedy, bro. That's yep. greed. That's greed right there. Just like I mean, it's, it's 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 greed. I agree with you. It is greed. Like I mean, you're you're getting paid to ball, but right. uh, you see your peers though. You see your peers from the same class, and and they're making they getting the money that they wanted. So but he's just asking for what he class. wants. Here's the thing with his peers in the same class, bro. Playoffs. Winning seasons, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but well, yeah, man, you know, but let's go. fuck the Cowboys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To get back into what we were talking, um, it's just like you were saying earlier. Uh, it was it's just really, really fucked up how there's. This one company, like you said, it's all about change and it's all about like making making something better, new and more, I guess, more directed towards the fans. And yeah. they put that shit all out, all out in the open, even made a T-shirt talking about cease and desist. Yeah. And then to come, you know, to come with that and then just the way they formatted their their lettering to you, you know, you know wanting certain certain specific information on certain uh ideas and how much you made and how much you spent on making like that's one thing that caught me off guard because wwe even asked all that they just asked them to take the shit down they don't give a fuck what you made off the shit that's funny to me though ain't that a little funny though like why would a whole corporation ask you for designs what you made what you plan to do with your money like why is that their business that's that's what even pissed me off more, cause the way they worded the shit, they made it sound like I was I was straight up selling AEW designs. Like I like right. if I was selling phony AEW shirts, and I wasn't. They're like, oh, they, they put a list of things that they wanted. And one of their demands was that they wanted to know where I procured the designs. I'll tell you how I procured the designs, motherfucker. I made it myself. I drew this shit from scratch, motherfucker. Like, don't fucking come at me like I, I I'm these. From the Dong District, like <laughs> 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 I ain't got no phony shirts, bro. I, this this is my art, like, and and if you want to talk about procuring, I wonder where 
you guys got the font and the idea for the format of your Dream Match shirt that you just put out. Because that shit looks awfully similar to mine, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go peep that i haven't peeped it i want to go peep it just to see bro yeah they put there's um yo a lot of people actually put it as a post you know <laughs> he, he showed me what 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 they what, what was posted on twitter but like even through instagram a lot of people are putting that that t-shirt up like oh dream match come true and then and it's funny it, it'd be it'd be the same people that are following us that don't even see it they don't see yeah. the similarities you know this is the first time we're really talking about it all we did was put out posts telling people that our previous designs can't be sold right now. I haven't really talked about it. I haven't I haven't said anything. I've kept, I've stayed shut about it. Yeah. I, I haven't even told. I haven't made it public until this podcast of that AEW sent that cease and desist and they released that shirt. So I sent them a reply today, and I'm gonna see if I hear it from back from them. If not, yeah, I am gonna talk about it. I'm gonna fucking post it. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna post a timeline of this whole shit. You might as well. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, and here's another and here's another consistency. A um Pro Wrestling Tees, they do all of the t-shirts practically for AEW wrestlers. Anytime yep. there's a new new t-shirt out, Pro Wrestling Tees the one that puts it out. Who knows? I mean, maybe somebody's seen that Brian Pillman team was like, yo, who designed that for you? Bro, yeah, these cats have- at 20 by 20. Yeah, these cats Bro. at Dream Match Wrestling. Oh, word, let me go check them out. Nah, fuck these niggas. We about to rat them all. We about to six nine their whole operation. Come on, bro. It's nasty. It's, na- it's nasty, bro. I-, I peeped the. I peeped it, man. Like this shit is. This shit is nasty. This shit is Yo, nasty. It had to be somebody that works for Pro Wrestling Tees that was at Dynamite and saw Pillman Jr. with the T-shirt on, sitting in the front row probably walking around the back or whatever the case may be, and was like, yo, where'd you get that? And since he fucks with us, and he's, you know what I'm saying, he was like, yo, Pro Wrestling Tees, he probably, um, Storyline Tees, he probably showed them the website and all that. Nigga said, oh, they got a website? Oh, word? Okay, nigga. We gonna yeah. see how this website gonna stay up. It had to be, son. There's no way then, yeah. some shit like that, because for it to be somebody just hating or talent, Hating or something like that, that's corny. It got to be somebody involved with the design of their merch that peeped the shit and was like, nah, that can't go down. That's last week, my shirt came on. Right. Say that again, what happened? Yeah, last week, my shirt came on uh, AW Dynamite. Your boy had the shirt on. Yeah, yeah. And then then I was getting uh, uh, messages from other people being like, oh, yo, I I wore the shirt at AW too. But they didn't have like well, one dude sent me like a video of proof that he was wearing it at an AEW show with other people. Yeah. But they they're mentioning, yeah, yeah, I wore your shirt at, at at their shows and shit like that. But the the main thing is that that Ryan has been in contact with me. He hit me up to make to do a design for uh Aubrey Edwards, the, the referee for AEW. So he's he's been in contact with me. I sent him a design that I did for Evil, and I told him, "Yo, if you want to hit up Evil and see if he wants to design." And we've been in contact, so he knows who I am. So if they had something in mind to do, bro, he's a man. I'm a man. Just hey, hit me up, give me a heads up or something. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, listen, 
I, I would respect you if you hit me up and say, hey, listen, we're going to do a, a Dream Match shirt. We're, unfortunately, we're not interested in bringing you on, but this is what we're going to do. Instead of hitting me up with a fucking email. I feel like Stone Cold when he got fired via fax or whatever you got. <laughs> yo, you should send them a fucking cease and assist. Like, yo, this Dream Match shit is trademark. Get off my dick. <laughs> Like, you're using my font, my design, my colors, and you're going to talk about where did you procure this? I procured it for my brain. Where did you procure your shit, motherfucker? <laughs> Seems like you went to DreamRatchWrestling.com and stole my shit. fuck are you talking about right now? And you know how many hours I spent drawing this shit, bro? Like, I, I spent time drawing these motherfuckers. And I just put, a, put a, a filter on it and put it on the shirt. You put no effort into that shit. I put effort into my drawings, the details, the fucking, the the idea of it. Y'all, you know, how I'm gonna make them pose? What am I gonna? What colors am I gonna use in the background? What what even the details of what I write on the top and the bottom? Like I, I go through like the little phrases that I say, like oh the, the best in the world meets the greatest of all time, shit like that. Like they don't they didn't put any of that time into it, man. They they literally just copied a photo, put a filter on it, and slapped it on the shirt, called it a day. Probably took them five minutes to do. And I'm here busting my ass making these fucking drawings. And busting my ass for two years to get these 10,000 followers. On top of that, wildin', making mad, like 75% of the proceeds going in their pocket. Like, that's that bullshit. That bullshit. Yeah, I mean... So, know. good B. It's like, you know, they're, they're, they're producing the shirts for them. Like, a lot of the shit, they don't even they don't even ask people to pay, especially, like, if it's the talent. I know if, like, you know, if people like us are trying to open up uh, a store there, they're going to tell you, oh, you know, we, we'll, we'll tell this person to, um, you know, create, create your design. It's going to give, you know, this is the cost or whatever, lo, lo que sea. But, um, like, yo, it's just, it's just hard to actually... You know, be be calm when you see people taking ideas and making it their own. And you know, us here being small small business owners, being you know just a pee a pee in the pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's hard. It's hard. We have to keep on coming up. We have to keep on curating new styles and new and new ways to to show our expression and art and love for this shit. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it like we said in the beginning of this shit, it's not gonna stop. You know, there's so many different ways, so so many loopholes through the legal actions that they're trying to show towards us that we're going to find those holes. We're going to find those loopholes and then we're going to jump into them shits and then we're going to make our bread. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if our shit wasn't hot, like my boy Woodrow said, if our shit wasn't hot, then none of this wouldn't happen. You know, and, you know, and and Bing told me when all this shit first happened, he's like, it's just like 50 said, if they ain't bootlegging your shit, your shit ain't hot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like one of the truest shits I heard, and that's the shit that calmed me down because I'm over here. I was making posts, getting on IG, <laughs> on the IG stories, and be like these fucking fugazi motherfuckers. You know, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nah, yeah. If, uh, if I could say one more thing about this shit is, there's also gonna be people that are gonna talk shit, and say, "Oh, but you're taking the likeness of the wrestlers." Bro, not at any point did, have we not tried to contact the wrestlers and get the wrestlers involved. Exactly. Bro, well, I, I'll, I'll give the wrestler all the profits to the shirt. And it just means that that I'm getting the credit or I'm getting I'm standing out 
or you're letting people, you're going to promote my shit, things like that. We have tried to reach out to wrestlers. Some wrestlers, we have contacted them, but because of the situations that they're in, they can't, you know, commit to it, kind of like Brian Pilonian. And then talk about people that do own their likeness, like WWE, bro, the talent gets pennies, if that, off of the merchandise. They don't get depending shit. Depending who they are. Yeah. yeah, depending on who they are. And then same thing goes for, I don't know how much the wrestlers are making their progress in these, but I don't think it's... I don't think is that much. They should be, like, the wrestlers should be free to go in and get shirts and designs from whoever the fuck they want to. And I feel tied down to, to a company. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I'll, I'll put this out there. If there's any any talent, indie, you know, uh, in limbo, meaning if you're, like, you know, indie, indie big name talent or whatever it may be, and you see us out here, you see what we're doing, listen, we're trying to work with you. You need artwork. You already know where to go. You need somebody to promote that shit. You already know where to go. This right here is going to be a one-stop shop one day, and don't miss out. Get on the wave now or get left behind. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Bro, (laughs) that's the both of your points, bro. Not for nothing. Like, we all fans of this shit, bro. This is something we love. People wouldn't be doing this. This wouldn't be getting done if this wasn't done out of love. Obviously... Yes, it's a business, but it's still done out of love. Like, yo, you're an artist, bro. You're super talented. And for you to take your time to be designing wrestling shirts in the way that y'all did, the way y'all collabed, like, I'm just talking about these. Just these four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First four joints. Like, there's nothing else out there like that. Nothing. And I've looked. There's nothing close to these designs. And they're fire. And yes, I am super mm-hmm. fucking biased. But nigga, all you got to <laughs> do is look at the shirt. How can you not be biased? On some real shit. You know what I mean? Like, like y'all said, bro, it ain't gonna stop nothing. At the end of the day, you're not gonna crush the love of, of our, our love of wrestling with this legalese and all this bullshit. That ain't gonna stop nothing. That's just gonna make niggas go harder. And when new shit come out, now you can get mad. Get mad yeah. at the new shit. Just get mad at that. Because that ain't gonna stop nothing, bro. For real. Not at all. And we've been fans of this since we were kids. And it never stopped. It never went away. Murdoch. This motherfucker yeah. Ryan has been has been public that he was not a wrestling fan when he when he started the pro wrestling tees. He had that one hour tee, and it was Cole Cabana that kept coming into the store and just convinced him to do it, convinced him to turn it yep. to his his business to point his business to wrestlers. And he had no idea what was going on in the wrestling business at that time. So now, like now, he's gonna come after us that we've been passionate fans forever. Fuck out of here, man. Right. <laughs> He's like a lot of niggas, bro, that, that make money in this wrestling game and didn't come up watching it, didn't come up as a fan, didn't come up understanding why the fuck we care so much about grown men in spandex throwing each other around in 20 by 20 square. Like, it's deep. It goes deep. You, know? you can't just walk in one day in your 30s like Goldberg and be like, I don't care about this shit. I'm trying to make a buck. Like, niggas like that don't get my respect, B. I'm sorry, you don't. I don't care what you did, 185-year-old and all that. I don't care. It's different for me, for Knots. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to go to Knots' crib to watch pay-per-views. Shit goes deep. You know what I mean? So it's like, you you can't push somebody out and try to pyramid or monopolize something that what you're making money off of so many people, so many different people fuck with it, but then niggas want to try and make a buck too. Nah, you can't make a buck too, or you can't get in this game, you can't get a slice of this pie. 
Nigga, I'm taking the whole pie. Fuck out of here. Word <laughs> up. I'm gonna make a motherfucker. Yeah, so <laughs> real quick, I encourage all of our I encourage all our listeners to go to ProWrestlingTees.com and flag that dream match shirt. Report that Word shit. Up. We not fucking with it. Yo, it could just it could just even start with a post. Imagine if we could get everybody to follow both of our pages to post that that shirt and be like, yo, this shit looks awfully familiar. You know? Yeah, I'm probably gonna post that shit tomorrow, bro. But um even even though a lot of negativity has been thrown at uh thrown at us, you know, even more at you being the being the artist, some good things has actually come out of this for you. Would you like to talk about that as well? Yeah, man. So uh like one a lot I a lot of people really show love, man. As soon as uh, I put out the thing about WWE, yo, a lot of people hit hit, hit me up. Like, bro, this is they're like like believable. Fucking Vince is at it again and shit like that. Like, yo, I'm gonna show you some support. And yo, that really made me feel loved. Like, yo, we came together as a community. Like, they came in with, to support when it really meant something. Like, maybe a whole lot of sales on a weekly basis but when it was really important that's when it came through and then uh bro the pope man the pope fresh off of his win with the nwa television championship as soon as he found out about it man he hit me up and he's like he's like yo i'm gonna make this shit happen we're gonna do a shirt together i'm gonna put you on blast i'm gonna put you on my podcast i'm gonna put ads for you i'm i'm bro i'm gonna show you all the love man like yo, and he has man. He's been he's been hooking me up. Uh, he's been asking me for designs, and I've made designs for him before and shit like that. But uh, we we got more of a um, more like an understanding type of like a handshake deal rather than than money. Money's not even a factor in this. Like I'm not gonna make any money off off the bat, and he's not even making any money off the bat. But we're working with each other for our, for a greater goal. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So that's for some. Yo, isn't that his first singles title? Well, in a major company, yeah. He's he's got independent right. belts, but like in a major right. company, yeah. Yeah, because he's That's never he never held a single title on WWE, right? Nah, never. He never so. got the X division in TNA. I don't even think. He, nah, I don't think he held the title either over there. That's dope, bro. Yeah, that's he's a good. Like I follow his IG. He got like good energy. You know what I'm saying? He's always seen like a cool dude he's very giving back to the wrestling community you know what i'm saying and like yo like all of us you know what i'm saying a wrestling nerd from jump a fan his whole life so that's ill that you got somebody like that in your corner to help you out to show you love you know what i'm saying and like you said fresh off of a title win with eyes on a on a company nwa yeah. been around forever but you know what i mean how they're up and coming again right now that's dope bro that's that's a real good look dude. yeah he's a he's a wrestling historian man like like Yo, he he really goes back way back, and and he he talks about it on his, on his page and on Instagram Live. And since we're on the subject for him, I was gonna save this as a plug, but since we're already on the subject of Black Pope, uh, he's gonna have a a charity event January 9th. Okay. He has a charity in Jacksonville called uh, Love Alive Charity, and if you go to love-alive.org, you can actually donate. To, to the charities is like the minimum is like a dollar donation. I'm pretty sure everybody can spend a buck 
And basically what they do is they feed the homeless, man. It's a, it's a really good cause. They feed the homeless and they don't just feed them like whatever they find, bro. They, 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 tell them, they take the motherfuckers to Burger King and shit. <laughs> they, they, they'll get them food like fresh right off of Burger King, give it to them. And like, like It's Burger King, but yo, it's that little piece of the American dream where everyone can just have a nice little little meal. <laughs> Some motherfuckers say, hey, it's not healthy, but hey, hey. Everyone should deserve some Burger King every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> now that's why that's a dope gesture. We'll definitely promote that. Yeah, yeah that's show was... love. That's dope, yeah. bro. Awesome, bro. Everybody deserves a two for five. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yo, man, just keep grinding. Uh, keep doing your thing. Thank you for once again being on the show with us. You know, um, I definitely had to get you on to you know get your Get your take on what's going on, cause you know we got hit with this shit both at the same time, and you know we both gotta come come back up from this. And I'm hoping that you know the followers, the fans, uh, just the people, man, just the people in general, just keep on keep on supporting. You know we're gonna, we're not gonna stop like we said before, and everything is just gonna be from here on up. Shit is gonna be so fucking crazy, so dope. Just be on the lookout, man. Yeah, bro. And bro, we 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 almost talk every day, always throwing ideas at each other. So we got some fucking crazy shit coming up, like, and this shit's only gonna get stronger, bro. We're we're almost a year into this this uh, business relationship we got going on. Yeah, and yeah. Man, it's it's not gonna stop. So you try to stop us, get the fuck out the way, you're gonna get run over. Exactly. Hey, shit, fuck is you. But I would spear the shit out of somebody. <laughs> this nigga big. Yeah, heck, but, uh, you see this forehead? I'll kill him. Stop playing with me. Fuck out of here. Put my chair, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Definitely, definitely, my brother. You already know You already know the deal. But, um, yeah, man, we're going to keep in touch and just be on the lookout for the next storyline tease, dream match, collab. Shit's going to be fire. Hey, bro, can hey. I put my plugs in before I go? Yeah, yeah, please do, please do. <laughs> please do. So, for all y'all that are not following me, please follow me at Dream Match Wrestling on Instagram. I'm at Official DMW on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter much, but you can find me there. And please, on Instagram, follow Saz.Killer. That's wifey yeah. right there. Yes. Who basically taught me everything I know. She's... She really has helped me out with this dream match shit. Like the from the way it looks, she's taught me Photoshop. <laughs> so she had to be really patient to teach me that shit. And yeah, bro, I, I, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing this dream match wrestling shit, bro. So please follow her at sauce.killer. Yes, yes. And she got and some she draws too. Oh. Yeah, she she draws too, man. She she you can That's hit her up and shit. Yeah, she killer with the pen, bro. Definitely. And definitely follow my boys over here at Storyline Tees. Yes. And at 20 by 20 Podcast, bro. Yes. Appreciate yes. you guys, man. All Here love we go, man. Thing, Don't stop it. Don't stop. And let Sauce know, too, that, you know, we got to do a collab with her as well. You know, we got to keep it in the family, baby. Hell yeah. I'll let her know, bro. Killer. <laughs> no doubt, my brother. All right, man. Be safe. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, bro, for sure, man. Peace. Peace. Yeah. All right, fellas. So that was Dream Match Wrestling. Um, like I said earlier, man, you know, that's family right there. The shit don't stop. 
And, you know, everybody, everybody, just please follow at Dream Match Wrestling on Instagram, official DMW on Twitter. If you need anything customized, if you need a portrait made, this guy can do it for you. So I'm telling you, this guy is the wave. Before before the, all this craziness, I was actually I was on his site checking out his stuff. I mean, you know, he posts he posts on his IG the things he does, but I just scroll back just to see like whatever he had on there. And yo, there's some he got some fire shit on there, bro. Yeah, man. He, you got some fire shit on there, and it's like yo, us like you know, there's a lot going on with that, and it's like damn, bro, somebody's really mad. You got to be really mad. To to do that to someone up in, in an up and coming you know company trying to trying to get their name out there like feet barely getting wet and you just want to come and just throw a blanket on everything just shit on everything that's going on like so you must whatever they saw whatever they didn't like must have really got up up their ass to go ahead and go and do that shit like it's crazy but that gotta be motivation too at the end of the day right don't that oh, make definitely. you feel like Nigga, you now not word now. This is what you're gonna do. Bet, bet. Now we see. Now see what's gonna go down, bro. It's lit though, bro. Ain't nothing gonna stop shit. It's still lit. It's lit all the way. Definitely. Uh, we're almost an hour into this episode. Uh, don't want to keep the listeners on too fucking long like we've been doing lately. But uh, I just want to go straight into uh, well, we got a pay per view this weekend. We got hell in the cell. Mm. Um. Immediate thought, as I'm thinking about Hell in a Cell, I was, I was a little, you know, actually excited for this, but I've just, I'm just feeling like there's too many cage matches. It's not feeling as important as it's supposed to be. And if, if you know, if there's gonna be three cell matches, that means one is starting, one is gonna be an hour and a half in, and one is gonna be closing out the show. So yeah. it's like. How many matches are you going to have in between that? Because, yo, a Hell in a Cell match got to be at least a good 20. You know what I mean? In ring, not counting introductions and all that. Just to build it up, to get it to the point of, you know, using the cell, you know, whatever the case may be, those finishes are. You know how those finishes always create yeah. in those matches. Like, yep. So where where do you go? Do you start with Sasha and Bailey, and then do Randy and Drew and then close it out with Roman and Jay? Or do you open it up with a world title match and put the girls in the middle? Because yo, Roman and Jay are gonna close the show. They got to close the show. It's the it's the strongest story going right now in WWE. And it's still a continuing story because yo, Randy and Drew ends here. It has to. Like, what the fuck else can they do after this? Like throw a nigga off a roof match? Like, come on, y'all wilding now. <laughs> nah, it, it definitely is definitely ending here. Um, and what's crazy is People are like, all right, cool. People are kind of actually cool about what's what is this? The, the fourth match, third match. Fourth straight. Everybody just wants to tend to here. Like they've had great matches. Uh, the build up to this one is not as strong as the as the three before. So, to me, like the most interesting factor of this match is that it could go either way. Now, I feel that it can go either way. They've had Randy look really strong the last couple of weeks, too. So, I mean, yeah, it can't go either way. I still don't think they're taking the title off of the main title holders right now, being Drew and Roman. I think they're going to let them ride out for a while. And Drew's proven, yo, that he's a, a viable champion. His promo skills, 
The people are behind him. You don't really hear people shitting on his title reign like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Randy, of course, just brings out another level to him. They have great chemistry. And, yo, they can end this now. And they can do this shit again in a year. Maybe roles reverse or something. But, like, it got to end now, though, bro. Drew needs a new, fresh opponent. And with the draft happening and new talent being on Raw, perfect time to end the feud and him to go right into something else with somebody else. What do you think, Woodrow? Wasn't he moved to SmackDown? Cool. Nah. Drew? Somebody nah, nah, moved nah, to SmackDown. Oh, um, Rollins. Yeah, Rollins that, moved to SmackDown. to SmackDown, right. All right. I mean, honestly, yo, I'm, yeah, I'm probably sick, a little sick of uh, Randy versus Drew at this point. They've, you know, they've had a good run. Um, yeah, I would like to see Drew get with somebody else. Sure. Who do you think, who do you think, Woodrow, would be the next viable opponent for, for McIntyre? Who, like, makes sense right now on Raw for him? To go into a, a program with that's not gonna be like ah uh, we've seen this already. Um, have we seen the Miz and Drew? Not in this incarnation of Drew. No, when he was there before, they had a couple of intercontinental title matches, I believe. Miz was a babyface, um, but that's a different Drew, bro. That's thirty pounds of muscle off that nigga. No facial hair. Looked like a little boy. It's different, yeah. Drew. Now, not yeah. for a lot of the Miz lately, and, yes. and, a, and a, a lot of nice, you know, spots to make him look like, you know, a top guy. So, could definitely see him and um and Drew going at it for sure. I like that. I like that. That's that's different. Miz Miz is gonna bring out a lot of good promos. So, and he's kind of like in the upper main event heel picture right now with the whole. Otis and briefcase thing, so maybe moving from that to see him with Drew, that would be dope. I I think the next person he's going to feud with is going to be AJ. That's just that's what I think. And what's I think that that's going to be incredible, bro. What's crazy is that we only have four matches from what I see right here. Four right. to sell, and three out of the four are sell matches, even though um, they all have, they seem to have a different stipulation. Or just no no, just one has a different stipulation, which is the yeah. the Roman and Uso is the the I quit match. I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is dope. I never never seen an I quit Hell in a Cell match. So that's a new a new wrinkle in the Hell in a Cell, which like the money in the bank beefcase, Hell in a Cell's kind of been a little stale the past few years, right? The last two Hell in a Cell main events ended with no winner. You know what I'm saying? No title change and none of that. Like so they gotta do something to to spruce this back up, so that's a good stipulation. And yo, them niggas are gonna beat the shit out of each other. You already know that. What do you see anything for uh for the card? Maybe like a pre-show match. Like, what do you see happening? Um, they gotta do something with her business and retribution, cause yo, retribution was made to look like a bunch of herbs on Monday, son. Yeah, yeah, look bad, bro. They looked very, very bad, man. Well, um, we gonna get to that. Um, and they got to do something with this, these tag team championships. You have new champions. You have this, the people that were holding the titles on the previous shows are now switched on different shows. You have to showcase those belts off, you know what I mean? Somehow, some way. But I think that's it. And maybe a women's title match, if that, if they have time. But I, I don't even know how many more matches they can fit. Because, yo, 
that's an hour of the show right there just on how cell matches, maybe an hour and a half. And this is not a, a WrestleMania. This ain't going to be a three-hour pay-per-view. So oh. I don't even know any more matches they can squeeze in there. Yeah, I really don't think. But like, like, I, like I was saying earlier, I mean, four matches, three of them being cell matches, they have to... They have to insert like at least one other match, right? Between cell matches, because if you got like let's say one one cell match to open the show, then you have the the Hardy Elias match, and then two cell matches to close it. I just feel like that it, it doesn't it, like the whole emphasis and that whole like feeling of watching the cage come down, getting ready for the match. That shit is right. lost already with more than one match. Before they had two. You know, they started they started experimenting with other Hell in the Cells, like the tag team Hell in the Cell match, which was fucking great. Yep. They experienced it with um with what was it, Sasha and Charlotte? That shit was fire. Uh-huh. You know, and then now to give everything, oh, you know what, fuck it. Don't don't even don't even put the cage back up. Just let that shit fall on the floor and you know, everybody fight in the cage. This like, shit I, this is gonna turn into TNA lockdown where every fucking match was a was a cage match. Like what the fuck is that? Exactly. So right. the only other match right now is Elias and Hardy, I bet. So that leaves room for possibly a four-man or a six-man, let's say, her business retribution. They got to do something with them. Maybe a women's tag team title match because they've been featuring them a lot lately. And I don't even know where else you go right now. Who else got an issue? Like, Kevin uh, Owens back again? I don't yeah, want to see. I feel like the, the match they had, that street match they had on Raw... That was, was a perfect good. ending. It was yeah, it was right. a perfect ending. And it was a great, it was a great, you know, hard hard fall contest. Dominic against Buddy Murphy probably gonna be in there too. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dominic, Buddy Murphy. But going back to what you said about the hurt business and retribution, um, I was very confused on Raw the way they brought out um retribution. Let me just say this real quick. They came out, eight man tag. Not only did they lose, but damn, but yo, shout out to my boy T-Bar. Who gives a fuck? But my boy T-Bar got fucking got fucking tapped out by Lashley to the to the what is it the the full Nelson that he does, and then and then the fiend comes busts everybody's ass Dolo, Dolo busts everybody's ass Dolo, and. Then you have Ali cut a really good promo after they look like shit. No, I, none of that makes sense. Maybe How they all sense. with the bean and then they came out and surrounded him. He disappears. Then the her business comes out. They start the match. I bet. And then they loop. Why the fuck are they eating losses? That should have. No one should have won that. Nobody should have won that match. Should have ended in a brawl. And then yo. One when one nigga beats up four niggas like that, whatever he was before he walked into that ring, he is now a babyface. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. How can he not be? But why? What? what the fuck is the point of that? How do you take that character in that character? I can understand it being Bray, but in the Fiend character, you have him beat up maybe the hottest heel group you have on the show right now, or the newest heel group. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Hulk Hogan now? What the fuck? But, yo, but shout out to Ali for the promo, though. The promo no, was, that was strong. The promo, but it was after the fact. It's like, yeah. It's like trying to trying to rah rah your team, but you're down by 50. Like, nigga, you can say all the words you want. <laughs> he gets blown out. It don't matter right now. What are you talking about? 
Like, come hey. on, son. I, I just feel like like retribution is lost now. Like, there's there's nothing there. I mean, maybe maybe to some certain extent, but what do you what do you do after that? Like, Wood, what do you think you do after that? Like everything we just talked about right now. Where can retribution go from here? Bro, why the fuck? What's what is it with wrestling fans, right? Like, because I saw this uh, this post on WWE of that. And everybody was commenting, like, they got buried. Oh, that's it. Retribution's buried. It's over. And it's like, yo, like, the fuck? It's just a moment. Like, I don't think this is going to define everything these guys are going to do moving forward. Like, I think it was just a fucking moment. I don't think it's that serious. I don't think Retribution's buried. I don't think it's dead. I don't think, you know, it's a question of where do they go from here. I think it's just a part of whatever's going on with them. They're, they're good. It's still it's still a good fucking storyline. I'm not I'm not uh yeah no nah, I'm not with that notion that they're buried. But uh, it's funny that you said like yo, it's still a good storyline. Yeah, it is. It is a still good still a good storyline. But they have to do something crazy to come off of the way they were made to look. Because if you're gonna keep them around as top heels on your show. They're not doing anything to garner or put any fear in no one's heart right now. When they first started coming out, yeah, but, bro, they basically took two L's in a row. Then they were off TV two weeks. Now you come back, you get to you get played by one dude, beat up by one nigga. Like, it, ma- it makes them look weak. Like, I'm not saying it's over. And I'm not saying they can't come back from this because they can. And maybe on Monday they're going to do some super drastic shit and they're going to be the ones taking over the whole show. That would be lit. They kind of need something like that, but yeah, they got me. Yeah, but dumb. but had it been had had all four of them jump the fiend, then what would we be saying right now? The fiend is buried. Oh my god, I can't believe you. That it's like, fiend, bro, there was a moment. Bray's been so much. Bray's been through so much there as a character, and so many changes and so many ups and downs. The character he's in now, I kind of feel like. They can do anything to that character, and he's still going to garner the reaction he gets. People are still going to fuck with him. Like, he found who he was as that Fiend character. Like, it don't matter what happens to him now. He's Teflon. They can, he can win. He can lose every match from now to the end of the year and come out and fucking win the Royal Rumble. And none of the shit that happened between now and then would mean anything just based on the type of character he is. But he's strong enough to take that. Because of all the shit he's been through. These niggas are new. Nobody even knows them yet. And you got them eating L's on TV. Like, they should have not even lost. It should have not even been a winner in that match at all. They didn't need to be a definitive winner. Why? And I, then you make the nigga tap out. Like, oh, my fucking God. The biggest, strongest nigga on the team. Like, come on, son. Where's the logic in that? I, I, I don't understand the logic. I'm missing it. Like, to be honest, I also think that they they didn't need a match on TV yet. You know Thank what I'm saying? If, if Ali was going to come out and kick that promo and all we got was that promo, then it's like, oh, I feel like it would intrigue the fans because just in, just unveiling him as the leader of Retribution and then him coming out saying, yeah, he was the SmackDown hacker, it's tying the stories together. It's, it's starting to make sense, at least to us where we were just waiting to see where this was going. For the 85% of the people that hated it from the jump, 
Right. That, I feel like that would have that would have brought them in a little more, and they would have been like, "Oh, okay, now I understand what's going on. Now I can understand the pieces and all this other shit." But you have him come on, and before that promo even gets kicked, like you said, like you know, he the homie's tapping out, and you know these guys got to go back on Twitter and make sense out of stuff that doesn't make sense. Right. I, I, that's just to my opinion. I understand where you're coming from, too, Wood. That it still looks a little intriguing, but a lot of people, and they just want this shit to go away now. I feel like you can't get those fans back that were in limbo, and you can't get those fans who really didn't like it from jump. Right, because yo, what they did didn't make any fucking sense. Like yo, if it would have made sense for them to lose a match, okay. Why the fuck were they even in a match to begin with? Why? Like yeah. that promo, they could have cut that shit from the back. They didn't need to come out and surround the fiend. <coughs> My bad. They didn't need to come out and surround the fiend at all for what? Like now it looks like okay, so now they got a problem with him too. And then look what he does, nigga. Hulk Hogan's the shit out of them niggas. Like that just threw so much shit off. And yo, yes, the promo he cut, excellent. Made sense. Tied everything together. Dope. No doubt. Amazing shit. But it came after such a, like, stupid way to introduce them on Raw as, all right, these niggas are raw talent. They have a leader now. They have a mission now. Here's their purpose. Oh, yeah, we're going to have the Fiend squash the four out of the f- four out of the five of them. Like, what, nigga? Like, come on, son. Nah. I didn't like that shit at all. And, yeah, they can recover from this, and I hope that they do because I want them to keep going with the storyline because I kind of want to see where they're going to go with it, but... They got to do something crazy coming on Raw. They can't have another episode where they're not on TV. They can't eat another L. Somebody got to get beat up. They need to kidnap MVP or some shit and hang him by his shortened berries. Like, for real, son. They need to do something crazy, crazy to reestablish themselves as a threat. Because they do not look like a threat right now. They look like a bunch of herbs in cosplay paint. Yeah, I can't hear you, bro. That's you on mute. Word, not your mute, bro. Yeah, that's you on mute. Can you hear us? Yeah, you're just it's... laughing like. <laughs> Damn, no, because I I pressed it to get off mute and then it went right back on. I'm like motherfuckers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my bad about that. Um, it could have been, it could have been uh worse. It could have been a fucking segment of El Gran Gordo. Yo, stop it. I'm not even gonna, I'm putting myself on mute. Hold on. Because I'm about to spaz the fuck out. Hold on. That's your fucking boy right there. Otis, he's doing it for the big boys, man. <laughs> no, but look, listen. I understand what they were doing there, but it was nowhere near as good as when they did it with Kurt Angle and he was like dressed as one of the conquistadors. Conquistadors? Yeah. Because you didn't know it was him. He he was flying around the ring until he started doing certain moves. They were like, "Wait, hold up, right? Oh, shit, that's Kurt. Oh, that's that's, that's be a heat though, right there. You know so what, what I'm saying? What about when Edge, Edge and Christian did it? Won the tag title? <laughs> 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 they had their regular tights under. You can see it. The shit was so tight. The gold shit. You can see the regular Edge tights under the shit. Like, yo, good. That see, that's good shit. What they did yeah. it wrong. Terrible, son. How are you going to that nigga's stomach, bro? Just everything so about it was 
corny, bro. Like, they're so corny. Like, why you break them up to bring them back together, son? I don't understand. So now the briefcase is on Raw. It's a lunchbox now. <laughs> now the lunch pail is on Raw because he was not going to cash that shit in on Roman. And, yo, let him try to cash it in on Drew so he can Claymore kick some of the fat off this nigga's neck one time. That's some real <laughs> shit. God damn. Fuck out of here, son. I don't like that dude, bro. He's he comes on my TV and I'm like, he's a baby face and he pisses me off more than any eel on the fucking show. Incredible. You're not doing your job. I'm sorry. You're not you're not very good at your job, bro. I'm supposed to cheer for you. I want to punch you in your titty. Like get yo, out of here. Listen, man, he's getting cheers, bro. He's getting cheers. Like, yo, I don't get it, bro. But you gotta understand I, don't, I, don't, I just I don't get it. Yo, Wood, did you see what they did with him on SmackDown? Um Raw, I mean. Nah, put me on. So they broke them up in the draft, him and Tucker, right? They drafted Tucker to Raw. They kept Otis on SmackDown, right? The first night of the draft was Monday. It was Friday. So out comes Tucker. Talking about it was supposed to be Miz and Morrison against Tucker and a partner of his choosing. And he's talking about, oh, I found the partner, a scout with the world, blah, blah, blah. El Grant Gordo. And out comes Otis in a fucking luchador mask. And a cape talking about Orale and all this bullshit. And then they put them back together as a tag team. What was the point of that? Why even break them up? I don't get that shit. And then, like, yo, I feel bad for Miz and Morrison, son. Because them dudes is legit. And you got them dealing with this goofball all the time, trying to get him over. And it's like, I know I'm not the only person that feels the way I feel about this guy. There's no way that I'm the only person that dislikes his character. I can't be. Like, if I am, then fuck it. I'll be the only one. But come on, bro. I mean, like, I, get, I cannot get, take him. I give him props. Just, uh, I guess, just to have the faith in trying something new. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, maybe maybe it was with the wrong dude. I mean, not everything is a home run. Not everything is a single, you know, a double, whatever it may be. But... They tried. They're still trying. They're but trying. They oh, and they've been it. trying. I mean, they went from, like, Viking Raiders, right, to Heavy Machinery. Or is then like the Viking Raiders? No, no, no. That's another team. They bought, them up, they bought them up as a team. They tried the tag team thing. And then they started the whole Mandy angle. Because that whole thing they were doing on online and all that shit, they were doing something that he was like, borderline stalking her, whatever the case may be. And they brought that shit to the main storyline, to TV, and they built it off that. And that's how he got the briefcase, which he didn't even win. This shit fell in his arms or some shit. Like, I don't even... He didn't even climb to get it. It, like, landed on his feet or something. Whatever the case may be, like... And he got the briefcase, like, I bet. So they gave the briefcase to somebody new. Cool. That's dope. Somebody new is always good. But then nothing, like, nothing. They ain't do shit. Like, not a That's damn thing. Hoping. I'm actually hoping for the Fiend, not not for the Fiend, but uh, for the Miz to somehow get that briefcase. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we get a we pre-show match where the Miz is like, you know, he's just at his wit's end with this shit. And he's like, nah, fuck it. Yo, I challenge you for that briefcase. And this is going to be the last time. And da-da-da-da-da and all this other shit. You know, and then you have Mandy there. Mandy could be the man, Mandy could be like that uh, protagonist or antagonist, whatever the fuck, which which one, but whatever. She was like, "Yeah, do it, do it. You could do it, Otis, baby. You can do it, baby." And then he loses, 
And then she's like, I don't deal with losers. Bye. She accidentally, quote unquote, helps Miz win accidentally. And that would be dope. Yo, Miz, that's the type of character that you need to have the briefcase, especially with a champion like Drew. And what this goes back to what you said earlier. Like, do you know how fucking annoying Miz would be with that briefcase? Oh, how how annoying would be on Drew's ass 24-7? Like, I'm the child. I got the briefcase. Anytime you got a match, I got, I'm on your ass because that's how he was with Randy. Like, and what that better be time than Hell in Cell? That would be a perfect time to catch that shit in. He wins the briefcase in the pre-show match. They beat the living shit out of each other. Singer comes out, cashes in, wins the title. Now Drew has a whole new character to beef with. And now he got to chase the championship again. That would be cool. Yeah. I think they're taking the title off Drew anytime soon, though. But that he would be dope. Be a double, he could be a two-time champ going into WrestleMania, though. Right. See? Well, see what you think about that. Because I, I feel like Roman's holding that title all the way to Mania. I don't think anybody's going to come close to taking that title off him. And, and I kind of felt the same way about Drew, too. But Miz being on Raw with the briefcase now offers a, that's a whole other intriguing situation for that title and, and that situation. And that would be dope to do that. It really would be dope. I would like that shit a lot. Word up. You know, let's hope, let's hope for the best. Like, oh, Otis lose? That would be dope. Oh, that oh yeah. Oh, this loses him. That's cool. He loses his girl. That's great. Oh, he goes back to NXT. Have a nice time. See you later. <laughs> oh, man. Well, fellas, um, like I said, Hell in a Cell this Sunday. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, the Miz gets the briefcase. Hopefully, all three cage matches can, um, you know, can deliver. And, I mean, they have six great Great talents within those three cage matches, and I'm pretty sure they're going to deliver. I'm, I'm just hoping that the, the fans give it a chance. I know it's a little much seeing that red cage three times in one night, and there's only four matches, but just give it a shot. You never know. You right. never fucking know. Yo, what you real quick before we go, NXT AW, what you think of the way NXT closed last night? Now, we can't go through the whole show, but how you? what about that ending? That was great because I, I was always wondering how would they bring back uh, Pat Pat McAfee, and it was the best part. It was the best thing to do, you know. And now we know who's been attacking Undisputed Era. Uh, we know that Undisputed Era is going to be Ultimate Baby Faces going from here on out. Yo, what, bro? Listen, Orkin and Birch because they've been putting in work for a minute. Yes, yes, they deserve that. They deserve they- that. That, that title win and I like how they yo because they always been baby faced like just those type of baby faces they just whip ass and all that it's cool now that they here they got a character and yo McAfee to be the mouthpiece for them because he talks the most shit <laughs> yep ill at what he does bro and well, it's what like, if what if Adam Cole's the one is like you know pulling the strings and the strings kid I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see them breaking them up. I don't. Not. Nah, not. Right. Now. Yeah. I see yeah right, how right. they got all the as baby faces, like, bro. Just NXT. One person goes down, and there's five niggas ready to step up. One person gets taken up, goes to SmackDown, and there's three niggas ready to fill that spot. That shit. They got the way they got that shit set up, and how they're building the new guys now, nigga. You just watch segment by segment. It's like. The new people, like, the opening match, bet, dope opening match. And then right after that, new niggas. And then right after that, 
new niggas, then your established people, then your superstars, then your main storyline. Bro, the formula is so crazy, and they have it down packed so ill. And it's like, if you don't watch that show, just the way that they format it, and be like, yo, these niggas know what they're doing, son. Yeah, like, if this nigga, hell, there's 30 niggas in the back that can come in, sweep right into that spot. And I love that shit, because they always, that talent is always ready to go, bro. And it's dope. Yeah. And yeah, hold on. I told you about Moxie and Kingston. I said it. Loved it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I told yo, he's going to challenge him for the title. I don't know. Now they're in an I quit match, which is ill. And, bro, Eddie Kingston is going to have his day in the sun. He is going to take You think he's going to beat Moxley? He's going to meet Moxley for the AEW World Title. Listen. Saying it today, bro. He's beating Moxley for the last week. I think it was like a week or two ago. It was last week. Eddie Kingston is going to be the one to beat Moxley. If he beats Moxley for the AEW Championship, yo. Uh, yo, listen, Mox got is about to get an, a season We're <laughs> coming out with the hot ass Eddie Kingston shirt, and we're gonna mail it to him. El Rey de los Cuedras, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> yo, listen, he has a whole group of niggas that can help him, and they got the history, they got they go way back, and yo, Mox. You know, regardless of whatever is on TV persona and all that, niggas, nobody has a bad word to say about dude. He's a yeah. good dude across the board as far as people say. He does business. He's going to put niggas over. He's going to put niggas on. How you don't put your nigga that you've been with from jump, from barbed wire fucking glass matches and all that bullshit, death matches and all that, now you in a spot to put him over on national TV? You do that. You put him over. He can lose the title. He could win this shit back the fucking next week on Dynamite. But, but you give him that moment. He, he, he deserves it. And if anybody should give it to him, it's somebody that he's actually cool with outside of the ring. Niggas that they're actually friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, nah, I'm not shocked that they're doing this. And I wouldn't be shocked if he won. I'd be happy as shit. Keep it real. Because you, you already know. You know what I mean? A champ, Let's go. A champ from New York. A champ from Yonkers. I'll take that. <laughs> Word up. But yeah, man. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens at Hell in a Cell. Maybe we'll do uh, a little prediction on the on the IG live that Sunday to see what's good. But uh yeah, man. Fellas. Spin the wheel, make the deal. That's as well. But fellas, uh yeah, man. It's another week in the books. Number one twenty six. We out here. Every week, you know. But uh, yeah, man. Got anything to say, Woodrow? You gonna you gonna lead us off or what? Yeah, man. It's a good episode. Glad we was able to clear up. You know, what I'm saying the whole fucking debacle. We were like fucking the Scooby Doo Club. We pull the fucking hood off the fucking villain and his <laughs> dickhead from fucking storyline tees. Yeah, we know it's you, buddy. But it's all right. Your day's coming. Anyway. You mean, you mean pro tees? Because we're the dickheads of storyline tees. <laughs> I'm the storyline tees? Fuck. <laughs> Fucked it up. Fucked it up. <laughs> but nah, it's good to be back, man. And yeah, we out here, bro. We're fucking pushing through. Bigger and better, man. More to come. Yeah. Just the beginning. Well, what's up? Nah, man, just... 
piggybacking off that, man, shout out to Dream Match for being on here, clearing up everything, letting people know what's going on out here. It's, it's a dirty, dirty game niggas is trying to play, but it's all good. We from the mud. We can play them dirty games too. So they ain't gonna stop nothing, man. Storyline team still lit. Dream Match team's 2020 podcast. Yeah, you know I mean? my brothers, you already know, man. It's all good. Moving forward, shit is still we still lit, bro. We still super lit. Exactly, exactly. Well, this was episode 126 of the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly with Shinika Woodrow, man. Love who you love. Shout out to the nation. Hey. Hey. Shit boy B I N G Bing, you heard. Shout out to my brothers. You already know. Stay safe. Storylinetees.com 2020 podcast. We out here. Yo, yo, before we go, can you please, can you please play the track with Benny and Freddie Gibbs? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. My You're man. Now don't ask me no questions. Just listen to this shit. Uh. She catch a one-way flight to kick it wherever I'm at. So if she want to stay, then the bitch will never come back. You want to know how a chip feel? I've been there once. This year three in the beginning of a 10-year run. And that's predicted. My persistence got my name on all the blisters. Had a brick before rap, like that dope boy from Memphis. I survived all them death threats and three felony convictions. Plug found out my whole team was hot. He kept his distance. What's the stage with no mic and no voice of a poet? What's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? Yeah, it's cool, but one rule, don't get caught in a moment. Oh, it's back to swinging ratchets and warming the water. Starving made me thin. It ain't no mercy in this game we in. Eyes stacked against us, had to play to win. I got a broad I never saw before 1 a.m. I'm out west and crazy girls cleaning out the ATM. Let's go. Phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. I fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. You gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach. This for hustlers with straight cash, not bitches with fake bags. For hoes who fall in love with trappers and break bags. She textin' my homie, but I'm fuckin' hers. She fake mad. These hoes can't handle a nigga they can't have. Unlucky for y'all, you know who the fuck is in charge. I put a couple in jars, let it fluff till it's hard. I'm at J-House, Kerry James Marshall, cover the wall. Enough cushion, I could cover the fall. You know business is business, bitches is bitches, and they fucking us all. You know how life go, you stuck with your flaws. What's that about? They had me fucked up. Niggas thought I'd suffer for long. I'm driving, counting money with hundreds on a coloring floor. Uh-huh, put my hands together, and I pray for the bread. Cause I get five jail cars a day from the feds. Go to sleep with an alarm and a K on the ledge. And a fireproof thousand pounds safe in the crib. Ah, phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. Fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. But you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach. I said, fuck it, one gon' do a verse. Bought some ugly white girl when I whipped it, it's Miss Universe. Migo brought them chickens on the bird, that's that school to work. I control my bitches, only fans, I got computer work. Freddie Kane, I keep a college bitch on the 94 with the waist stash. Baby daddy bought her that fake Brody, she fake mad. Butcher and the rabbit, got that man, check out credentials. Hoes get fucked and sent home early, just like the Clippers. Is you with it, bitch? Phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. 
fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. But you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach.